0: People, the places, and everything that
1: makes country racing great. This is Bush Beat on Radio
2: Tab. In the straight, tears of love in front. Hi, Harry, the immediate danger. Tears of love. Hi, Harry. Tears of love. Hi, Harry. They go together. Tears of love. Les he has got another cup. Tears of love. Beats Hi, Harry tight for third. I think Ratapola's flash for third. Followed then by Little Rod.
0: Yes, tears of love and another Roma Cup for Bubba Tilly and Matt crop saluting there at the Royal on 99 Roma Cup, part of the Country Cups Challenge at Bassett Park on Saturday afternoon. As we welcome you to Bushbeat for another week here on Radio Tab. Rounding up all of the country the country news and lots to talk about on the show today because on the weekend we had the last legs, the last qualifiers for the Country Cups Challenge and the Country Stampede. We're going to talk about what happened at Clermont and Longreach on the weekend. Also discuss Pentland Cup uh, success for three phase for Georgie Holt and Jenna Edwards and the Gympie Christmas Cup going to Daunting Warrior for Isabella Tay and Shane Parsons. Lots to get through on the show today and as always with lots of news is Rob Luck joining us on Bushbeat. Beat. Morning Rob. Yeah, good morning, Tony. It's
1: certainly been a busy week of racing and of other things at this time of the year, isn't it? Christmas is around the corner, senior formals taking place that I know you had one to attend as well and mm. it's all happening at the moment.
0: Very much so, yeah. Tis the season to be busy. Fa-la-la-la, la la
1: la <laughs> and you you were extremely busy at Roma on the weekend because uh it was a day full of uh full of action and drama. Unfortunately that humidity, I believe the heat was pretty strong on the day and um, there's some unfortunate situations of course with uh uh falls and um uh, jockeys being dislodged in the enclosure and I'm sure you've got an update on that Tony before we look at that country cups and um, stampede situation but yeah it's uh, I got through the day in the end and uh, that uh, Roma cup and uh, stampede heat uh, two very exciting races.
0: Very much so. It was a great day at uh, at Roma at uh, the Bassett Park program there on Saturday. It uh, wasn't too bad weather-wise as far as, yeah, a bit of heat and humidity around, but not as bad as some of the, the really, really hot days that we've had over recent years. So a, a good crowd in attendance. Uh, they say a crowd of something like five, five and a half thousand, something like that. So mm-hmm. The the, uh, the committee were very, very pleased with with how everything went along that side of things. Uh, I guess the uh, the drama started before the even the first race that uh, the horse that uh, young Soraya Champkin was uh, engaged to, to ride, which um, I think uh, Matty Gray ended up taking the, uh, the mount on there in the first, uh, reared up in the, in the yard and basically tipped over with Soraya underneath and yeah, it wasn't a, a good look at all. The first race was delayed by some 25 minutes or something like that. Shalom was the horse of, uh, of Wayne Baker's and uh, Soraya had to be attended to by the ambulance attendants and, uh, yes, then transported to Roma Hospital on Sunday, airlifted to Brisbane. And we believe multiple uh, fractures of the pelvis is going to keep her out of action for a good while. Uh, the reports coming through via social media are reasonably promising, but at the same time, you don't like to see anything like that happen. And then, lo and behold, in that first race, uh, Anna Bakos uh, had a fall from uh, Sweet Lily Pillier for Shane Iverson over at the uh, the back straight and landed very hard from what the stewards were telling me and had a similar situation, had to be transported to hospital, not as seriously injured as uh, Soraya, but uh, at the same time, still not uh, a wonderful thing to see happen in in any race anywhere. And from what we hear, that uh, Anna has also got a a fracture in the pelvis, which will need some time off to mend. And then we had more drama through the day where there were a couple of uh, horses that reared up in the gates and everything like that, and consequently... Uh, we had some some more dramas through the day, but uh, Tessa Townsend and Cody Collis both uh, escaped any serious injury. And, yeah, it was uh, one of those days, Rob. Great racing, but uh, a shame to see all of the other drama that was going on.
1: Yeah, <coughs> excuse me. It's unfortunate when those things happen. And um, Anna Bacos, Michael Chappelle, was talking to me at Longreach and uh, not as bad as first thought, I believe. More a hairline fracture. So um, hopefully both uh, girls recover um, quickly. Um, but... When it all settled down and uh, we got through to the uh, the heats that took place um, on the day, and, of course, the nominations are now out for the Country Cups and the uh, the Stampede. Uh, the uh, Stampede qualifier, Tony, patented. Pat Webster, quinello this one with patented and Phoenix, and beware into third place there. A Zoo star four-year-old. It's won from 800 to 1,200, so it's got the right form lines when you've got six wins and five minor placings out of 18, and I believe Pat was pretty keen to get it qualified, patented, And Phoenix has been a a multiple place getter as well. So um, Pat Webster would be very happy with that, Quinella.
0: Very much so. And that gave uh, Pat three that have qualified for the Stampede. This was how the Roma Stampede qualifier unfolded.
2: 250 to go and Patented heads them up for home, going back to the inside is Beware and Phoenix running on right down the outside, Patented in front, the stablemate Phoenix out after Patented, Patented hanging on, Phoenix coming, not quickly enough, Patented, a length and a half to Phoenix, two to Beware, followed then by Nick to skip. Wait a minute! Mate. Made up
0: many, many. So out of that, Rob, uh, Pat Webster with both patented and Phoenix qualifying and uh, nominated then for the at uh, the country stampede, along with VJ Day, who had won so impressively at St George, and I think that's one of the highlights. That when I was having a look at the uh, the final nominations that came through yesterday is the multiple runners that trainers have really targeted this series. Billy Johnson's got two in both the Country Cups and the Country Stampede Finals. David Reynolds got two in each of them. John Manselman's got two in the Stampede and one in the Cup. Uh, We look at Olivia Kancey's got three in the Cup. Todd Austin's got two in the Cup and two in the Stampede. Wonderful to see that, yeah, that everyone's embracing these country series and really targeting the big prize money that's going to be on offer. A Durman coming up in a couple of weeks, and the Roma Cup winner, of course, Tears of Love, that City Standard horse,
1: and it's it, it wasn't eligible um, for the uh, final with no uh, TAB, and uh, non-TAB runs, but Matt Crop, of course, with Les Tilley combining with that great win with the Love Conquers All uh, and favourite for the race, but that and that means that High Harry uh, regains a place in the. Uh, the country cups final, and it has been a runner in uh, previous years. And Radipole was third in that. And I just found it interesting, Tony. I, I know the acceptances come out tomorrow at ten o'clock, and it's best that we we wait until those acceptances come out. Um, but when you when you look at the nominations, uh, firstly with the Stampede, eight winners have nominated and nine place getters, and basically it's a field of sixteen. So it's going to be interesting um, where. Anyone misses out there, it's a possibility that can happen. And as well, in the Stampede, there are four unplaced runners that nominated Music Scene, My Best Effort, Court Pot and uh, Wait a Minute. Now, they in The likely scenario could be more the emergency um, situation. And in the uh, country cups, nine winners nominated, seven place getters nominated. Now, there's a field of 15 with the start at Doomben, um, and it'll all depend on where the acceptances uh, now go. And in this particular event, there were two unplaced nominations Mason Champs and Quidney. And again, likelihood don't. Don't uh, hold me to this, but the likelihood being, depending on acceptances, they would be more in the emergency thing. But the interesting thing comes out now with the horse called Doom after the Longreach Stampede uh, qualifier, which was taken out by Wall Street Tycoon. And, of course, it defeated, and it's already a winner, and it defeated Star of O'Reilly. But Doom ran third in that, and I was thinking, well, here he is getting a nice preparation in the Country Cup final where he's qualified. Well, it's going to be interesting where Todd Austin goes with the acceptances here, because um, if Doom happened to accept in the uh, stampede, it will then impact on who else gets in. possibly uh, Tourmaster will also get in as well, If uh, sorry, if he doesn't accept in that, so it becomes very intriguing um, as to what's going to finally happen and it really does come down to those acceptances which come out tomorrow uh, the 24th of November at uh, 10 o'clock, we wait with a great deal of anticipation with those.
0: Very much so a uh, couple of the other qualifiers that we're going to look at from the weekend, we'll talk about the Sunday session at Longreach, but let's focus on Clermont at the moment, and this is what happened on Saturday when Boingo uh, boinged straight to the front. Is that the right turn for Emma Bell and Rodney Little?
2: As Boingo comes around the turn, 3.50 to go, but look at my best effort. It just cruised up on the outside. Best guesses between runners and here's Raiden presenting down the outside. It's Boingo in front with my best effort, best guess and Raiden. It's still Boingo, my best effort and best guess. Best guess in the middle of the track. Best guess and have a look at Raiden flying. Boingo back on the inside. Boingo! Boingo tipped him out in and up thriller here at Clermont. Defeated best guess Raiden and then my best effort. The riderless horse stayed out of harm's way and Johnny White Sox finished last. Oh, it had it all. It had it all.
0: It certainly did. Andrew Watts there, very excited with the call of the Wentworth Country Stampede Qualifier. Rob from Clermont on the weekend. Boingo with Emma Bell nudging up the inside to uh, blouse out best guess Raiden and then my best effort and Johnny White Sox in the field of five. Only a field of five Wattsy, but as you join us this
2: morning, what a race that was at Claremont on Saturday. Yeah, well, it was. Good morning, Tony and good morning, Rob. Good morning, listeners. And it all started about 25 minutes prior to the running of the race where Boot Shaker uh, hadn't turned up to the races on time. So we had the natural speed of the race come out via a late scratching uh, and then a barrier rise. Uh, Alicia Donald got left behind, safe and sound in the upright of the structure of, of the barriers. So, yeah, we did have a rideless horse and then four of the five runners basically uh, go across the line together. But it was Boingo uh, headed at the 75 metre by Best Guess, who looked the winner. But Emma Bell, uh, affectionately known as the Queen of Clermont, uh, dead set lifted Boingo across the line. And it's got to be said, it was an exceptionally good win by Boingo uh, Rob, not noted as a front runner, but Emma, um, showing her smarts, identified there wasn't a great deal of speed in the race, so uh, took the initiative up to basically lead all the way as a $2 favourite. Best guess was narrowly beaten a nose on the line for Billy Johnson and Dakota Graham, who had a great day, and Raiden, never runs a bad race, beaten half a length in third.
1: Yeah, good, good morning to you, Watsi, and uh, Boingo particularly goes well at this track. I know it only reads two wins and a third from three starts, but Rodney took the option to go there rather than Emerald. And no, no more deserving horse, I think, in a lot of ways, to be uh, part of the Stampede final after being a uh, first emergency for the Battle of the Bush. And, look, she's come off a good second at Emerald, two starts prior to that, behind Arwenichi, this helmet mare, and she's got an outstanding record. She's been up a long time, but she's had little breaks here and there. And you uh, you know the strength of this mare at the end of uh, 1,100 metres. Um, it's probably going to suit it down to the ground uh, being a dooman, what's he?
2: Yeah, I'd agree with that. And a good form student in Max Tanks uh, made that point to me on uh, Saturday afternoon on my drive home. And look, Boingo is a tough, honest mare. Um, And she's been at the top for quite some time. I think I'd go back a couple of years ago. She won a Ross Cup uh, 2019 at Isisford. I take you back to, Rob, her her maiden win, I think it'd probably be four seasons ago, where she won by half the straight at Blackall. Um, Year in, year out, um, performed so well. And I echo your thoughts. Certainly in the Central West, no more deserving horse to to take up um, a spot in the final, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, and uh, those th- first three across the line, they're all nominated and uh, interesting to see uh, they got every possibility with the uh, the nominations that are there to uh, be in the final acceptances tomorrow. We wish Rodney uh, all the best of luck with uh, Boingo going forward. And before we go any further, Andrew, uh, you were filling in for Scotty Power and just a uh, cheerio call out to Scott and D. Power, D's, uh, Scott's wife you wouldn't get a better partnership, I don't think, in racing than Scott and Dee. And uh, D's just having some medical uh, checkups, etc., down in Brisbane. And uh, just like to throw out a, a good wishes to Dee and to Scott while they're down there. And, and you certainly enjoyed filling in for him on that Climont track on Saturday. Yeah,
2: just a quick 900-kilometre uh, round trip for a Saturday <laughs> drive. But uh, that's what we do in the bush, and we love to support country racing. And certainly, um, Scotty gave me the call on Friday afternoon. And, um, look, He's one of the good guys of racing. Scott and of course, and, and uh, echo your thoughts there again, Rob. Uh, certainly wish D a speedy recovery. But it was a double on the day to Glenda Bell and also Dakota Graham in the five races with Girl on Top winning race one for Glenda Bell and Talia Fenlon, uh, a length over Rebel Wowser who uh, certainly found the line well for uh, Boy Foster and Morgan Butler and Montalvinny. Um, was a distant third for Rod Cloherty and Shane McGovern. The girl on top started the day for favourite backers on a high. Started at $1.40. Uh, Look, the run of the second horse Rebel Wowser, it really ran through the line strongly. Um, the progeny of dissident, and I think um, provided we see it over twelve or 1300 or further, it'll be winning its next start. Taken on Chance was the first leg of a riding double for Dakota Graham, which came up in race two, teaming up with Billy Johnson with Taken on Chance. Came away to win by two lengths in the end over begin for Kim and Shane McGovern and She's Maganda for Wayne Witten's and Tarly and Fenland were three and a half lengths away in third but it was a good ride by Dakota uh, she settled second last probably six lengths off the leader, turning for home, uh, bided her time on the fence and thread the needle to yeah, come away for a really good win uh, for taking on chance. Over to race four and it was a second leg of Dakota's winning double on the day on Asprey Park. Another one we talk about Blackhall Maiden winners well earlier this year it's uh, notched up a huge uh, maiden win at Blackall and uh, exactly the same set of circumstances here on Saturday. Drew an inside gate and Dakota drove it hard and never looked back, uh, pulling right away to win by six and a half lengths. Uh, Boy Foster training that one. Over my fixation for Rodney Little and Emma Bell, it was an Ilfra Quinella, and Chatilly was a good run from the back for Jay Campio and Martin Haley in third. And the last race, Martin Haley, well, he, he got the chocolates in the last team out with Glenda Bell, and that was Glenda's, Uh, second winner of her double with Louis the Legend. Um, This is a funny sort of race. Um, Dixie Preacher was declared a no runner uh, where the gate failed to open which took a lot of the uh, speed out of the race. So Louis the Legend was able to sit outside of Cliff's Choice uh, took care of that runner turning for home and uh, roared right away to win by two and three quarter lengths over Froze. It was a good run for Billy Johnson, Dakota Graham, probably just got a little bit too far back, made up many lengths in the straight. He was the odds-on favourite. And Ghetto Boy plugged away nicely in third for Cheryl Rogers and Emma Bell, some five and three-quarter lengths away as a $26 shot. But that wraps up Clermont. And I've got to say uh, before I go, Rob, uh, big congratulations to Clermont. That's my first time at the track. They've got a wonderful setup, including a brand-new uh, bedding auditorium with a state-of-the-art shed. Um, fantastic to watch uh, the races from there, uh, the southern races, and really well-designed. I mean, you wouldn't have known you were in, under a tin shed in the middle of November, that was for sure.
1: Yeah, it's always good to see the progress our clubs are making in uh, country racing in Queensland, and uh, a great day there at Clermont, and uh, hopefully the odds are of Boingo going one better in the uh, Stampede final. Andrew?
2: Yeah, I think she's, she's definitely a chance. I don't like to do too much... Form prior to um, barriers and acceptances but um, as I said yeah, profiles really well um, no more of a deserving horse to go into the final, she'll give it her all um, just it, it comes down to a lot with barriers with, with her where she draws because obviously in, in a race like that she'll be sitting off the pace so uh, a nice middle draw sort of settling midfield and I think Boingo uh, will be a big player in the final in a couple of weeks' time.
0: Once we get the acceptances through, Watson, we might have a chat with you next week and get your thoughts on the uh, the finals for the Country Cups Challenge and the Country Stampede. But thanks for checking in with us with what happened at Clermont on the weekend.
2: Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Tony. Thank you, listeners.
0: I also have one more Stampede Qualifier to talk about. It was a Sunday sesh at Longreach.
1: Wall Street Tycoon, 200 metres to go. It's under the bat as Star of O'Reilly moves up on the outside. Doom, Zillator back along the rails. Wall Street Tycoon hanging on for dear life. Star of O'Reilly driven. But Wall Street Tycoon, I think you'll find, has got up by a nose. Star of O'Reilly, Doom in a photo with Zillator back in behind them. Divine red making up plenty of ground. Then we've got Zookas dropping...
0: I've been talking about the Sunday sesh since I think somebody (laughs) came out with that name. I think it's a great name for a race meeting on a Sunday. Rob, well done to the Longreach Jockey Club. First of all, for everyone that was able to get it all together because it was a late call-up to uh, come in and replace, was it the washout from the week before at Barky? It certainly,
1: back. yeah, from the Blackhall meeting, Tony, right, it certainly was. And what, what a great name. And, of course, it did lead to a Sunday sesh, by the way. That's <laughs> well, that's what likely. I was thinking.
0: You know, someone <laughs> says, what are you doing this afternoon? I'm going to the Sunday sesh. I can think of much worse ways to spend a Sunday afternoon than enjoying five races at the racetrack, although you had to rush things through with the the, uh, the pending storms around the area. But then to be able to uh, finish that up early and and rock into a Sunday afternoon session just like the good old days, what a way to spend your Sunday
1: and congratulations to our stewards Kerry and Ethan on the day for getting the meeting through because we were able to start that Sunday sesh with a couple of beers and then watch the uh, thunderstorm roll through and a good six mils or so dropped onto the track but as you heard Wall Street Tycoon of course comes up into this race now with five wins since joining the Todd Austin stable and Todd trifectas the stampede and makes it interesting a star of O'Reilly as I mentioned earlier not eligible but he's one to follow now he's out in this area and doom I've got a lot of time for this particular galloper so so it's interesting which way Todd is going to go whether it's Stampede or Country Cups but take nothing away from Wall Street Tycoon it loves to sit on the pace it had to work a little bit wide and Muddy Gray he was looking for the line but he was also holding on strongly so uh, the 1100 that's the distance of the final and uh, this Tycoon ruler you can't be going in in any better form and uh, we really look to see uh, the efforts of Wall Street Tycoon in the Country Stampede final as well Tony. Uh, of course Tessa Townsend she's been well traveled. Tessa and her and David book bookended the program. Surprise selection in the first race, uh, winning by over six lengths over Do I Have To and Strawberry Blonde. In fact, she's had three wins and a placing as last five this Eurozone, Mayor, so in tremendous form. And then Dan Pittman owned uh, Empire Princess for David and Tessa uh, took out the final event on the program, the Class B Handicap, uh, defeating Lady Fay and Hot Chocolate. And it's so uh, appropriate, the Dennis O'Brien Memorial, of course, Dennis, that legendary Blackall trainer who we lost earlier in the year, and uh, won by Blackall trainer David Rewald, uh, defeating Todd Austin's Lady Fay and Charlie Prowse Hot Chocolate, also from Blackall, of course. So it was a, a fitting um, that we could run that memorial race for the Dennis O'Brien Memorial on behalf of uh, Blackall in that particular event. Now, a couple of other interesting results. Of course, Todd Austin had a double on the day with Kettleston and Rick McMahon and Josh Fleming. He had texted me early in the day to just check there was being vision coming through, and of course there was was with On The Bit Racing Australia, and uh, it was a strong win, two from two at the track. It loves this track, Kettleston. that won in a very similar fashion to Longreach Cup Day over Music Award and uh, no refund. So Todd had a good day out, and uh, Josh, I'm sure, was cheering home Kettleston. And the most emotional win of the day, I've got to say... Um, um, has to have been of course for Charlie Prowl. Uh he lost his wife Gail of many years of course and uh a great family woman. You you only have to read the social media reports um, and really was the backbone of helping Charlie achieve everything he's done in racing and unfortunately uh, passed away a week and a half or so ago. So wasn't it fantastic to see the landing for Charlie Proud? Not only take cutest money as well, Michael Chappelle led throughout and got up to defeat, set to fight in Sarah Tarley and a fair bit of emotion there in the enclosure and uh, you just see these things in racing. I think it's just lovely to see a win there for this dawn approach uh, gelding for Charlie, but uh, look, Wall Street tycoon—he adds that dimension now to the uh, Stampede final, and of course, we wait and see with these acceptances. Where is Doom going to go? Stampede or Country Cup, stating.
0: Now you mentioned that the acceptances close tomorrow. There'd be some that would be quibbling at that and saying, "Well, in the uh, the calendar it says uh, on the uh, Wednesday the first of December. That's for the remainder of the George mm. Moore Stakes program at Doom, but I know it even says on." Uh, The Racing Australia riser page, it's got acceptances there December 1st. But, folks, I direct you to the the green flyer that's in the middle of your race calendar that has all of the terms and conditions of the 2021 Racing Queensland Country Cups Challenge and Country Stampede, and that's what we're working off. It's got all of the restrictions there of what horses are eligible or ineligible, and then uh the uh, the bit that's further down to remind everyone as they did it was great to see the nominations came in thick and fast yesterday but acceptance is due 10 a.m wednesday 24th of november 2021 scratchings will only be permitted after the acceptance deadline if approved by the curick stewards jockey declaration is midday next week wednesday december 1st early scratchings 9 a.m wednesday december 1st final scratchings will be the saturday of race day uh, no nomination, acceptance or feature race fees applicable for the finals. So that's the, uh, the terms and conditions that are out of that section where the green flyer is, and that's what we're working off where it says acceptances tomorrow at 10am for Wednesday the 24th. Outlined brilliantly as always, Tony. Thank you. Uh, what we have at the moment, just to run through for those that may not have seen the uh, acceptances or the nominations, I should say, that have come through so far. So the tw- uh, nineteen that are nominated for the Country Cubs Challenge Final, we have a Moody Bay, Ancient Echoes, Bernie's Tiger, Brianek, Doom, Hi Harry, Jockberg, Kettleston, Little Rog, Marata, Mason's Chance, Miss Bullet's Necessitas, Pallet, Quidnai, Rather Salubrious, Sugar Buzz, Van Winkle, and Witterick. And the 21 entered for the Country Stampede final in alphabetical order are Awanichi, American Genius, Best Guest, Boingo, Doom, Hard Stride, Music Scene, My Best Effort, New Alliance, Patented Phoenix, Piracy, Court Pot, Raiden, Tourmaster, VJ Day, Vice Man, Vule, Wait a Minute, Wall Street Tycoon and Zukas.
1: And that brings it down to the 19 and 21, as we mentioned earlier, and I think you had one other important announcement as well because there will be a voice that will be heard that many people have got used to uh, hearing with the calling of the uh, races. there.
0: Yes, that's uh, always uh, eagerly anticipated who's going to be our guest caller. And thrilled to be able to announce that Jared Wessel is going to be our guest caller this time around for the Country Cup's Challenge Final and the Country Stampede Final on George Moore Stakes Day at Durban on Saturday week. Uh, Jared, you would have heard in action calling one of the Stampede qualifiers at Bundaberg and also called the Mount Perry meeting where we had the Mount Perry Cup that day. And uh, that was uh, Moody Bay beating High Harry and Miss Bullets in the Cup when uh, Uh, We saw a couple of qualifiers there and out of the Bundaberg heat. Wrecking Ball defeated uh, Crisscross and Dolce. So certainly well-known to uh, regular listeners to Radio Tab and also well-known to regular listeners of country racing around the place. The boy from Bundaberg is back to do the Country Cups for us this year.
1: Yeah, after the great wins of, uh, what was it, Penny Agua last year and hard stride back in the saddle again, we'll look forward to another great call from uh, Jared in those two particular features. Getting back to the grassroots of racing, this is Bush Beat.
0: Pumps will lead him into the straight, and I think he's only got to see it home because the rest of them are in the neutral at the stage. It's Pumps in front on the outside, trying hard again. Is Myola uh, Lily over on the inside now? Three phase Pumps are going up and down in one stride. Three phases drove through along the inside, and three phases coming away with the cup. And three phase wins by four legs. Pumps is second, Myola Lily third. Then move faster, red red rose. Rob, we've covered off on all of the uh, the country cups and country stampedes. So we need to get back to the grassroots and you don't get much more grassroots than Pentland Cup Day on Saturday. Three phase for Jenna Edwards and Georgie Holt.
1: Yeah, the drive west of Townsville on the way to Mount Isa. And uh, look, Jenna Edwards... Uh, recently, rode her first winner on this horse, and she now gets and she's another one bookends the program at Pentland with the double, her first double, I'm pretty sure. But a good relationship with Free Phase for Georgie Holt because she's had three rides on the horse now for two wins and a second. The four-year-old mare by Charge Ford uh, in really good form, and as we heard there defeating Pumps and Myola Millie and uh, Jenner had kicked off the day with Benny Williams uh, with Travers and Ben of course this was the first of his double. Uh, this was the first up since June for the exceed and excel Galloper so good training effort as always from Ben Williams defeating Dollar Dream and Den, Den Eats um, Ben's other winner just skipping ahead to that in the uh, Ann Macarthur Memorial benchmark 65 over the 1200 this power 7 year old called Boya I'm pretty sure they bought this as a tried horse after a Mark sale one year because I was sitting near them at the time, and I'm, I'm pretty sure, I remember it was a power one they bought, so they've done well with it. It's only had 32 runs and uh, seven wins and seven minor placings in the money, its last two. Uh, Georgie Holt went close again, except was beaten by six lengths with hit snooze, uh, another one that runs well for her, and Halers Tarry we know well out here, Raymond Williams and Jeff Felix into um, third place. Jason Babarovich and Kerry Crow combined with Eliza's Delight, uh, which had come off a second at Julia Creek, the Super 1 four-year-old gelding, over Isis Turbo and Mashani Dude. That one's getting closer to a win. I've watched it a couple of times of late. Now, I thought the win of Grassy or Gracie, uh, the Nakoni four-year-old gelding for Alex Malief, travelling out there for the Class B. Rachel Shredd took the ride, got the win by over three lengths over Plucker Khan and 5 o'clock somewhere. But all honours uh, with the Pentland Cup, the Hammer & Co, Sue Hammer & Cup now. Sue Hammer, of course, one of the uh, main owners of uh, Ben Williams' stable and a great supporter of country racing in, in that area. The Hammer & Co, Pentland Cup, Class 4 handicap to three phase And I'm sure Jenna Edwards is going to remember that first cup win for a long, long time. And we talk, talk of uh, doubles Across the board at Gympie, it was a cherie Vic double, and uh, we I was able to meet up with Cherie. Cherie uh, and Robbie Farr are settling out in the Longreach area in January, and uh, she made the trek out with Robbie on Sunday to be at the race meeting. So it was great to catch up and uh, and talk to Cherie, and uh, good to see she got that double before she left the Gympie races. She commenced with Rashid, Greg Hayes kicking this one home over Royo for Billy Johnson and Alan All. And then Cherie had Dare to Share uh, for Montana Philpot. Now, Montana had a double, and this was the beginning of it. Um, and this one's in form, one four of its last five, and three from three at the distance, the dream ahead. Uh, defeated a pretty promising horse in Hand Dynasty, and Oakfield Comanche. I think this is a pretty good form line race. I know it's only 8.50, but these three runners are all pretty good, and a good win to Dare to Share. Montana Philpot com- uh, continued with the winning uh, mount on the next race with Frisco's Image for Andrew Mead. Frisco View, uh, one win and two placings from three at the track. Sand horses, they love at the surface. Defeated Aratula and unsugared. And Daryl Gardner with Dolce. It's been running so well, of course, on the sand tracks in Bundaberg areas particularly. Um, it's had two wins and a third out of three at the track, and it's two from three at the distance, the Brazen Boomer. Defeated Dynamic Verse and a Vice Man, so Daryl Gardner had that win with Rebecca Wilson, and then uh, Isabella Tay uh, kicked home the final winner on the day for Shane Parsons, Daunting Warrior, uh, Daunting Lad, six-year-old gelding defeating True Tally and My Cert, and another one, three wins and a placing last five. So in that meeting, there's plenty of horses in really good, really good form and uh, good results there for Sheree Vick for the double and uh, Montana Philpott. Congratulations to both ladies.
0: Always like to acknowledge those doubles when they do roll around with uh, Sheree and Montana there at Gympie on the weekend. We mentioned Jenna Edwards and Ben Williams with the double at Pentland and Dakota and Glenda with their double at Clermont. Matt Crop with a treble at Roma. Isabella Rab-Jones with a a double at Roma, although she wasn't able to uh, take out Jockey of the Day because Brooke Richardson was able to uh, steal that away by winning the last race and a couple of placings earlier in the program, but still a a, uh, a not-too-bad-a-day at the office for uh, for Bella. That was coming off the back of uh, her double the previous Thursday at Rockhampton, linking up with Matt Crop for a double there. And uh, speaking of doubles at Rockhampton, Justin Stanley picking up a double there. And that was before he then wrote a treble at the Sunday program at Townsville, combining there with Clinton Taylor. And Rob wanted to mention that Sunday program at Townsville. The Amateurs Cup taken out by Macaro for Lacey Morrison and Charlie Hoffman. There's that form line out of the Innisfail Cup that was part of the Country Cups Challenge. And the Amateur Sprint going to Only Want to Sing for Robbie Fred and Jared Wheelow on Sunday at Townsville. Yeah, really good to see the winner, Macaro
1: because it came off a second, I think, in the Cairns Cup and the Cairns Amateur, so very deserving um, of that and I'm pretty sure it was in the Country Cups final and uh, you did mention Brooke Richards in the last race, she's affectionately known as Last Race Brooke and on my punting on the weekend I was (laughs) relying on that and she did it again at Roma uh, Last Race Brooke, so uh, a couple of birthday call outs Tony to our country participants, of course mentioning Scotty Power before, had a birthday yesterday uh, and that helped remind me that my son was also 35 yesterday make sure I got the call in early, good happy birthday to Michael as well and of course Dan Ballard had a birthday on um, Sunday, I didn't quite get the age exactly from Ann Webber, Dan, uh, but uh, happy birthday and I hope you had a great day, uh, both gents or all three of you.
0: Yeah, they're probably starting to find that one just blows into the other after a couple of years, <laughs> after many, many Isn't years.
1: that once you get past
0: 20-something? Oh, something like that, very much so. We've got a, uh, well, can I say it's a quietish week coming up because it's going to be very, very busy the week after as we head to Durban for the uh, Country Cups Challenge and Stampede Finals on the 4th of December, but this weekend... Uh, TAB uh, program on Saturday will be at Kilcoy. The Kilcoy Cannonball and the Christmas Cup headline that program. And that follows on from TAB meetings today at Cairns, Thursday at Gatton and Friday at Mackay. And then Saturday, racing for the non-TAB venues, Barcaldon, Innisfar, Mount Isa and Thangool.
1: And uh, we'll get all those results. And uh, if stories come through, just email me at Barker's News at optusnet.com.au because talking of birthdays, I've got to head to Brisbane on Thursday. My father-in-law, John, um, is having his 80th birthday, Tony. And I hopefully might be able to come into the studio. We've just got to see what arrangements is happening. And then, of course, uh, hanging around down there uh, to go to that once-a-year meeting I like to get to, that uh Country Cups and Country Stampede and see the culmination of all the hard work people put in to get their, their gallopers there on the day. So we'll look forward to that um, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week either in the studio or both in the studio and the races.
0: Wonderful. Look forward to that. Thank you Rob. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, listeners. Thank you to Rob Luck and Andrew Watts for joining us on Bushbeat this week. It's been a long haul, folks, to get through the uh, the legs. There's been plenty of them over the last couple of months when we started off all the way back on September 24 with the uh, Country Cups Challenge uh, at uh, Ewan. And we started the uh, the following day on Saturday, the 25th, with the Stampede qualifiers at Gladstone and Mount Isa. And, yes, we're in the pointy end of it now, getting ready for the final coming up in a couple of weeks and look forward to catching up with a lot of people at Durban for that day. As always, our podcast will go up online a little bit later on. If you missed any of the show today, that'll be available through our Wooshka platform. So just do a quick search... Uh, for Radio Tab Wooshka and you'll be able to find the uh, the replays each day, each week there of Bushbeat. Also goes out on our Twitter handle at Radio Tab Oz and thanks to our good friends at uh, On The Bit Racing Australia, the link also available on their Facebook page. And we will catch up with you again next week on Bushbeat here on Radio Tab.